薄いのはほHappy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> so happy to be back talking about my love com. <laughs> Your favorite love, love com. <laughs> yes. And I, I do have a correction at the top if that's okay, Ashley. Okay. Hit me. <laughs> so when we were doing the questions at the end of the first episode, I said I knew which、uh, restaurant Risa works at, not the one where they go to eat. And They're the same restaurant. They're the same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same restaurant. So, those of you that are following the series, you're like, what is she talking about? Yeah, I missed that up. So, the- <laughs> so they're all like, Loyola has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> is this her favorite series or what? Like, seriously, we have questions. It's okay. I think we'll forgive you, especially since you made a correction. Thank you. <laughs> also, who knows what I'm going to edit out of that yet? I haven't done that as of this recording. <laughs> It's solid A work. Just release it as is. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Well, everybody, so we're here to talk about the second half of Lovecom. So I'm going to give you a spoiler warning. If you have not read Lovecom, or maybe you only watched the anime, I don't know how far the anime got actually. Can you clarify that for me, Loyola? Yeah, it gets up to Chiharu's story and then does a little bit. After that, it, it excludes the grandpa thing.、Um, there's no beach scene. There's no mighty. I think it's just right up to about Chaharu, and then they graduate. And then that's okay, it. Okay, so, so、yeah. it just cuts out parts of it. It cuts out really quickly, right around volume, I'm going to say like 12. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So, maybe if you've only watched the anime, some things that we will discuss in here might confuse you because they're not in the anime. So, if you have any interest in Lovecom, you know, pause. Go read some Lovecom, come back. But then again, if you don't care about spoilers, then just keep listening. I don't really care. I don't control you. I, I have warned you sufficiently. <laughs>、um, so, at first, we're just going to go through all the major plot points and discuss whether we did or did not like them or make other observations. And then there are some broader topics and at least one question that we shall answer. And then I, I wrote my own questions because that's how I am. So <laughs> here we go. Hopefully, this will also serve as a refresher for anybody who has read Lovecom, but maybe, you know, like 15 years ago because that's fair. Last episode, we ended kind of like in the middle of an arc with Mimi that picked up, but it kind of resolves pretty quickly. She comes back for one other thing later. So then the next big plot point is. Everyone is deciding like, what they're going to do with their futures. So they find out that Otani wants to go to college and become a gym teacher. And they're like, What? You haven't been studying for the exams at all. That's how are you going to do that? Yeah, to the point where all his friends are calling him stupid. And I think even the entire class is like, What? <laughs> yeah, they're like, That's just not possible. Like, that's. And he's like, No, I'm going to do it. And they're all like, I don't. 
No. I just don't think that you can <laughs> pass, though. And uh, he does. So good for him. <laughs> so the other points are Nobu decides to move to Hokkaido with her grandma, which uh, Nakao is Nakao is, is really having a, a time with. And Chiharu and Suzuki get a little silly bit where uh, Suzuki fails to pass his college entrance exams, even though despite being Chiharu and Suzuki are portrayed to be the smartest among them all. So he he is disheartened that he is not going to the same college as Chiharu. And then Risa decides that she wants to become a stylist and go to vocational school. Leola, did any one bit of this stand out to you? Did you like this part overall? I I did. I think it's definitely that struggle uh, of a high school student being like, all right, what are you doing now? And for some reason, it's very definitive. <laughs> like it has to be very definitive when we know that's not the case. You know, you kind of like filter around different things. You can try things out. Um, but again, I'm speaking from a very strictly like American U.S. type of school. Um, yeah. So that's like you always have like an idea of what you want to do. And, you know, faculty and staff try to do the best to like get you to that goal. But if you're a young listener and you don't know what you're doing, that's fine, too. (laughs) Yeah, I I really liked Risa discovering, you know, her passion for style uh, later on in the series. I think that it's something that wasn't clearly set up, even though we talked about the style in the first episode, the first Uh, half of the series were like, oh, they're very stylish and they don't have to wear their school uniforms uh, every day. Uh, And in the anime, you don't get that because, you know, in the anime, they're wearing their school uniforms the entire time. But I think that's mostly to save on production. (laughs) But in the manga, they're very stylish. And even Risa goes through this whole thing of like, what do I like? What do I like? What do I like doing? She was like, I like doing video games, but I don't want to design them. Like that doesn't sound fun. And I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with too. It's like, well, what do you like doing? And then as opposed to like, what can you see yourself pursuing as an interest? Uh, like a hobby as opposed to like, this is what I do for work and income. She looked super cute <laughs> during her model session, I got to say. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe they'll take it in this direction that, you know, she's tall enough. She's pretty enough. She can do like style and model. And she's like adamantly like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, no I was actually glad that she wasn't like, oh, maybe I could be a model. Like I like that it was like, no. You can't. Like I could it's really be, hard. But I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. Like. Not only does she not want to, she just doesn't have like the talent of like being in front of the camera. Like the the facial expressions on that chapter were amazing. She's just so uncomfortable and gangly. And of course, Mimi, who's younger than her but um, more professional and is a professional model, she's just like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're making the crew look bad. Like, stop." <laughs> She's like, this is why I said we shouldn't use you and I could do it on my own despite being very sick that day. Oh, yeah. Appendicitis? Like, I'm I'm calling out for appendicitis. Like, I'm sorry. No go. 
<laughs> no go. Peace. <laughs> Not killing myself with that capitalism. Exactly. And I think in the anime, just a slight difference is that Aya Nakahara actually shows up in the anime and she's the one that inspires Risa to do styling. Uh, so when Risa's getting dressed, the author actually like pops out and is like, don't worry about it. I'll make you look great. And she does. <laughs> and so it's just this really cute thing. Also, side note, too, in the anime, how it differs is that Mimi doesn't have appendicitis and they just kind of like, oh, Tani's like, are you done? And she's like, yeah, I think I'm OK. And then they kind of wander off, like, which I think is better. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like this full dramatic. We ended up at the hospital. <laughs> but there is this really cute scene where like Otani like picks Mimi up and like carries her. And so Reese is like, damn, hello. Like, <laughs> as a very man. Like, up and carry me. Exactly. And I was just like, that's really cute. And there's also some guys who are like, checking Risa out in this chapter. And Otani gets really upset. And he's like, hey, you know, back off. She's mine. So there's a lot of cute things in the manga. And I just, I, if you've only watched the anime, please, please read the manga. Um, there's a lot of subtle differences that are great. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, listeners are going to be really mad that we kind of glossed over and skipped over that they broke up. <laughs> Otani and Risa uh, for a quick sec. <laughs> oh, yeah. They broke up for a hot minute. Yeah. We forgot the Kohori storyline. Yeah. When I wrote this summary, I was like... I didn't squeeze Kohori in there. <laughs> big, big element. Big element going on. Is he <laughs> Small stature, big element, I think. <laughs> He's so shiny. I was like, yes, that is an accurate word <laughs> from Abe about. He is. He is so shiny. Just like so shiny. the fountain of youth uh, personified, I think. Just like wide eyed, can do no wrong, heart first, you know, that type of mentality. So I can set this one up. So while Otani is going to cram school, Risa decides to get a job at Ikibi, uh, the local restaurant, and works there and is terrible at her job. <laughs> she hates it. She's struggling. She really can't get get in the groove with things. And so there she meets Kohori, a small statured <laughs> person. And yeah, they Kohori actually kisses Risa. While she's asleep on the job, which again, that's assault. Please don't be kissing people without their consent. Yeah, I was like, mm, Kahori, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I've seen people asleep and never once in my life was like, yeah, can't help myself. I I'm should kiss smooch them. him right now. <laughs> At least someone I wasn't dating. I like, had no like relation, intimate relationship with. And I don't know. It was just such a weird moment that you could only get in a shoujo manga i think i think that's on level with truck sound where you're like oh this doesn't happen in real life <laughs> yeah. now yeah. we're just creating for creation's sake uh drama creating drama for drama's sake and of course uh otani sees and he's like ew <laughs> i think he just <laughs> says that straight to reese's face she like runs after him and was like no no you don't understand and he's like gross <laughs> and yeah, and then they break up, and it's just this. I was heartbroken, honestly, uh, during that time. I was just like, "Oh no, this is terrible." You work so hard, and Reese is like, "I only was dating him for like a few weeks. Like, how could this happen?" Uh, it was heartbreaking. And then, of course, Nobuchan comes in and is like, "What is wrong with you?" 
<laughs> and she was like, do you have like a Nobody's shorty fetish? <laughs> right, right. She even calls it out, right? She was like, do you have a shorty fetish? Like, do you just like guys who are shorter than you? And I was like, fair, fair question. <laughs> well, it's also, this manga is pretty good about having discussions openly about being like, are we flirting? And it's like, Nobu is the only one who's like, hell yeah, you're flirting. You're dumb. <laughs> like, everybody else is like, but are we, aren't I just being nice? And it's just like, no. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, maybe you are, but in their mind they like you so you're flirting <laughs> you know it's like put yourself in their shoes to see 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 how it turns around you know exactly and I, I think this is where intent comes in I was like it wasn't my intent to flirt with them and I was like yeah that doesn't really hold up <laughs> you're like but the impact <laughs> the impact is still the same we see how this works also applies to racism <laughs> like, yeah yeah like it applies to lots of things that are less innocuous than flirting <laughs> exactly exactly so if you need a gateway into how that works start with this manga of like yeah you were totally flirting with him and she was like oh but i have a boyfriend i was like so <laughs> and this is kind of where you can get into the discussion as well of like is flirting cheating no flirting is cheating your your adamant <laughs> flirting is cheating I'm not adamant about that. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering, because there was some hesitancy there. And I was like, uh, I don't, I mean, I think it's okay. Like, again, <laughs> just flirting is fine. Like, you know, you're feeling pretty charming at the time. So you, you and also the connection, right? Like, there's definitely a connection between uh, Risa and Kohori. And of course, it's the same connection that started with Otani and Risa, their obsession of Umibozu who's this like rapper artist that's indie. And I think that was kind of the gateway. And so it's kind of a little bit of like history repeating itself a little of like, oh, now I'm interested in you. And like, when does a passion for something translate into a passion for a said person that you're having that conversation with? So I think yeah. Risa just got a little like a few wires crossed, maybe. She got a little confused. <laughs> yeah, she's a little confused of, wait, no. I don't like you. I like Umibozu and I love talking about him, but I'm doing it with you and not with my boyfriend. Is this cheating? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this, it's like, it's also sad. I mean, she had, it's partially it's because she didn't outright have the discussion with Kohori, right? Like if she had been like, hey, I have a boyfriend. I totally don't like you that way, but want to go to this Umibo Umibozu concert, like fine, but that's not what she was doing, right? Right. Because I don't want to be like, oh, men and women or like, you know, whatever, whatever gender likes other gender can't be friends with people they would have a romantic interest in. Right. Like that's that's not what I want to say here, but <laughs> right. Just saying you have to make it clear. Right. And we, we actually see this a little later in the series, too, between Otani and Hitomi in their relationship. And, you know, when your partner outright says, like, I don't want you hanging around them or don't be around this person without me there, you know, and you go and do it, you know, is that constituted cheating? Um, it's definitely not okay, I think, especially if you agreed to it. But again, they're still kind of early in their relationship and Hotami comes in. Oh, it was very high school. I was like, I understand. <laughs> 
It was for like familiar, real. familiar territory here. Yes, I, I understand. Yeah, like I'm a little insecure. I don't like that you're hanging out with this person and as excited with them as you get with me. And that's true. I think that's also like a very big manga trope, right? Of like said partner starts to smile or act relaxed around other person and therefore I get jealous because they only done that with me. And that's just the insecurity that comes up and that's okay, but don't let that destroy relationships, guys. (laughs) Be (laughs) secure in yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know when this like changed from like a shoujo manga podcast or geeking out to be like this is a this is a relationship podcast (laughs) once again. (laughs) We are affirming you as a person, dear listener. Yes, I mean, this is always secretly a relationship, I guess, let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. And you just love it playing out, right, on the page. It's great. But yeah, so they they break up. I I do think it was terrible for Risa to go to the concert without letting Otani know. And it's so sweet that he, like, records the show and is, like, going to go take her to the live version. And she was like, oh, I went with this other guy. And I was just like, oh, damn, cold. Cold-blooded. Cold. <laughs> but then I had to be like, if she went with Nobu-chan, right, would it have uh, been as bad? It wouldn't have been as bad, but I think it's, it still would have been bad, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> You'd be like, you went without me and you didn't tell me. And I did this really sweet thing for you and recorded, like, a live show because I knew you were going to miss it. And I took a break from studying to make sure that I, you know, recorded it from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, So that kind of leads to the breakup. And then they just realize that they can't live without each other. (laughs) That moment was really cute, actually. Like them coming back and being like, oh, but it's so hard. I was like, oh, that's cute. It is. It's adorable. That's definitely one of those pages I lingered on where Otani's like (laughs) hugging her. And he's like, I guess I just love you more than I thought. And I was like, oh, damn. damn." (laughs) You're like, backhanded compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but still, love it. And then oh, we skipped over the part where, like, Otani, like, punches Kohori. <laughs> He's so shiny, though. How could he do it? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's really a punch. I just thought it was so funny. It was just like, oh, look down. And then, like, his fist comes <laughs> up. And I was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> it, it was great. It was... It wasn't great. Violence is not great, but in a fictional sense. (laughs) But in slapstick comedy, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think there was just that level of seriousness, too, because, like, Kahori was then like, you know what? You guys broke up. Like, I can take Risa now. You have no say in this. And Otani's like, oh, shoot. He's right. I better get back together. Oh, boy. If I want a stake in this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, better amend what I said about being broken up forever. So, yeah, I thought, thought that was a great uh, addition. And, again, a different take on shoujo manga um, because they never really break up. Like, it's always, like, a concern, I've noticed. But it's never, like, a, yeah, we broke up, but now we're getting back together um, type of scenario. And, honestly, when I first read it, when I first saw the series, I was genuinely like, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> How how are they going to get back together? Like, I don't understand. And then love <laughs> conquers all. Like, love conquers all. It was great. Definitely. Oh my God, Loyola believes in love because of love camp. <laughs> I do. And it's just so cute. <laughs> this is where I fangirl. I'm like, yes, you can do it. 
Oh yeah, oh and then we can skip over. Not skip over, but like that that was definitely like a really great section for me. And it wasn't even that long. It wasn't that long of a storyline, no. actually. I think it was like a couple of chapters, maybe. I mean, but yeah, before we get to the I guess what was the longest storyline and the worst, <laughs> I would say that the thing I love the most I actually liked Nobu and Nako's um their struggle of mm. like, oh, we're going to be apart while Nobu goes to college in Hokkaido. Mm. That really got to me. I was like, no, I'm crying. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> agree. Agree. Cause it, it's, I think it really shakes Risa to a lot of st- extent. And I know, she, you know, she was like, I don't mean to make it about me, but, you know, she is the protagonist in the series. So she was like, you're the most stable relationship of our age group like how could this be happening to you uh and she's like i don't know what to do i don't know what to say nobu's been there for me like forever and i think we all have gone through that type of situation too where your go-to person for good advice and like who really cares about you and wants to see you happy they're going through a tough time and you're just like oh dang like i i don't know what to say to make this better and you're like i learned nothing from how you talk to me yeah <laughs> exactly i was like damn it uh how do we make this better and it's like you can't you, you just gotta let them go through it and just let them know they're not alone but yeah that one was very sweet <laughs> okay how hard did you laugh when he tried to show that he was a ladies man and <laughs> had three other girlfriends <laughs> i was just like we don't have a seriously good beat on Nako. Like, he just seems like a good, like, bit of, you know, he's just like, I'm just a chill guy in the background, right? Most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. And so when that happened, I was like, how serious did he think this was going to work? Like, did he think that dressing up Oltani or who uh, he just up Mighty? Mighty, Haruki, Har- and Haruka. Uh, yeah, Haruka, not Haruki. Um, <laughs> who was the last one? Oh, uh, Suzuki. Oh yes, it was Suzuki. Yeah, I was like, how did that? that that's not a serious plan. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, vamoosh to Hokkaido, and I was like, that's the best part, actually. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It just seems like a a harebrained idea but he seems genuinely distraught like i think that oh, he's was genuinely distraught the, 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 the there was no thought process there was like hey there's these three guys who are kind of pretty and nobu sees them like every day she won't <laughs> recognize them when they put on a wig like it's fine <laughs> you totally have the voice register to pull this off you know like it's good yeah yeah exactly i just thought it was just I don't, I don't even know, like, why... I, I guess I understand the logic of, like, I need her to hate me so she can go be with her grandmother without worrying or being upset. And I was like, now you're just upsetting her in a different way. Sure. I mean, it's one of those situations where it's like, damn, it's going to be hard no matter what we choose. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the least... What's the least bad right. is your only choice, right? Right. And I guess... Yeah, so they but they decide to stay together, which is which is great. And they're gonna do long distance. And I think that is really beautiful that and I think it's just such a level of maturity. I don't know. I mean 
definitely, definitely think I, I'm a believer in long distance. I think you can definitely make long distance work uh, if both parties are in it. Uh, I know there's a debate on that too. <laughs> debate on everything. Really? And, you know, like it's a relationship podcast. So we're going to debate that right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think Nobu and Nako have been together long enough that perhaps it could work out for them long distance. Yeah, I think they, they genuinely care for each other. Although, I mean, Nobu does have a stronger personality. So I don't know how well he'll get on without that type of uh, strength, I'm going to say, in his daily life. But he should be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll always have Risa. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, and then we move on to Chiharu and Suzuki. As Ashley said, Suzuki doesn't get into the same college as her. And so he has to wait a whole year before taking the entrance exams again. And he had made a promise to Chiharu that he would always be there to protect her because she does have a fear of men. And so he decides in a roundabout way. Well, I guess it's not that roundabout. Another guy comes in out of nowhere and is like, I'm going to take Chiharu from you. We got into the same school, so give her up to me. And so Suzuki has to like find courage, strength, something, I don't know, in a kendo match like this this is where it gets a little off rails again (laughs) yeah no this one i was like this was trying really hard to lean into that comedy and i don't think it worked it didn't not really because suzuki doesn't do anything uh for most part of the series and then all of a sudden we have to care about him and chihara's relationship they're kind of very background characters (laughs) like they go on dates to the library and that's that's about it they're not yeah, really like we there. had no grounding in who they were and then it's like here's this silly thing that doesn't match what you think of them at all and i was like no no we didn't need that like we could have had something else come up in their relationship but they're such side characters that it's not even i don't know relevant at some points um definitely needed a better setup i'd say for that storyline yeah it's just kind of boring. <laughs> it was boring. Yeah, I was like, I don't. What's happening? This is silly. Like, I don't. <laughs> and then, I don't enjoy it. And then we get into like this really weird beat where it's like Suzuki's family is also very like abusive towards him. I was just like, holy, sh- holy, no, holy, no, holy, no, <laughs> holy, no, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like my covering up an expletive that I was just about to say? Uh, Holy no, Batman. Like, why are you being so mean to this, like, person? You know, it's like his mom and his sister. It was just, like, very, I don't know, very rude. I was just like, wow. And even Otani comments on about it. About like, hey, could you lay off of him? Like, leave him alone? And then, like, it leads up to this blow up and argument. And I was just like, what is this? (laughs) Where is this coming from? Such a random, like addition to a side character's backstory yeah i was like i didn't i didn't need this (laughs) i was better without this and that leads us into the longest arc that i also was better without this it's just so bad i just i don't know what the thought process was here so otani has passed his tests and he had actually he had gone to risa's place to stay over the night before because his his parents all or like everybody in his household had the flu, 
So they were like, we didn't meet him properly. So he come he comes back, but, but Risa's grandpa is there, and he's like, you can date this shorty. We gotta date a man who's taller than you. How can he take care of you? And then, so he tries to prove that all men are scumbags, basically. <laughs> well, it also, which is also weird, I guess Risa is supposed to be grandpa's favorite and he brings her back a catalog of guys who feet like meet her perfect guy idea so like tall kind of dark haired long he's taking pictures of he's 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 traveled the world and taking pictures of people from different countries that all look like mighty essentially yeah essentially or kane from her game and it's just like what the hell what kind of grandpa does this (laughs) Yeah. And so he he is shown to be a player. I would I even come like call him a player. He ranks girls based on prettiness and calls them like five plum or like two plum. And he is like, I've been taken in by schemes from women. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna send I'm gonna send one of those girls to to work on Otani and show you that he'll just cheat on you as soon as a prettier lady who's like shorter than him or whatever <laughs> affirms his height better will will come and uh sweep him off his feet and it doesn't really work out for grandpa but it's still a overall creepy uncomfortable story <laughs> yeah the setup is strange it's it's leads nowhere it does nothing there's no real character development i would say for anybody, I think there's there's one scene where Risa's trying to convince Otani that her grandpa's behind all of this. Like this woman comes to him and is like, my boyfriend left me. And he, you know, just a sob story. And Otani's like, yeah, let me try and support you or help you or in any way. And I was like, first off, what kind of adult is asking a high school student for that kind of help? Like... <laughs> Like, oh, Tony, yeah. you just got into college. Be a little smarter, buddy. Like, what are you doing? And Hitomi, you know, is just one of those people that's drawn, I don't know, I guess Jessica Rabbit style is like, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. And it's it's this weird, like, dynamic. Um, I don't know if he's trying to save her or be helpful. Like, you don't owe her anything why are you trying to pursue this? And well, well I was going to get to the point of like, Risa, you know, is trying to convince Otani that Hitomi is uh, sent by her grandfather. And then Otani gives her this look and it's just, oh, it's bone chilling. I was like, oh, he's so furious. And I was just like, no, don't look at Risa that way. Come on. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, please. And then he walks off with Hitomi and I was just like, oh, that does not feel good. So, you know, a lot of setup for that one emotional beat. And I just don't think it was worth it. There was definitely another way to do that. <laughs> Yeah, to me, it felt like a way to bring back around, you know, the central conflict of the manga for which it is named after that, that like, hadn't really been super relevant in the other leading up arcs Mm. where it was like, we have to make it about their height again. And I was like, you don't, though. (laughs) (laughs) We're over it. (laughs) They're over it. We're over it. It's fine. It's cool. Like, I think there's even 
a moment where it solidified how well they've come to terms with their height. Like the complex is kind of no longer a complex, right? And this is all the way back in like, I think volume nine, where they're doing the school festival and Risa and Otani sneak away, uh, run away from, you know, hijinks. And, you know, he, he asks her to stand on the bottom of the stairs and he takes like, the stairs up like two steps and then he kisses her and mm-hmm. i was like that is so freaking cute <laughs> this is adorable <laughs> and it's just one of those moments where you're like yeah i think this is you know where he comes to terms with a lot of like what held him up to begin with right because his whole thing at the beginning before they even got together was like, how how dumb is it going to look when we're going to try and kiss each other? Like, that's comical. Like, you can't not laugh at it. And yeah. so for him to, like, make this change, uh, this accommodation, if you will, and... This change in perspective. Yeah, this change in perspective of, like, yeah, we can make this work. It's still, you know, part of the process, part of the conversation, but we can make this work. And they did. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's it. That's that's done. We don't have to bring it up again. And then this random dude comes in. <laughs> Grandpa comes in and is just like, yeah, you're not good enough for her because of your height. And I was like, okay, weird flex, but okay. Weird flex. <laughs> And then it turns out that he's like, well, I was shorter than your grandma and she died really young and it makes me sad. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's like, I actually think compared to a lot of the stories in here, like what, what makes Nobu, because, you know, Nobu's story also involves a grandparent that we didn't know before that story happened, but it integrates so well into the rest of the story and I would say later we're going to talk about the volume of short stories like that backstory and like the retroactive connective tissue that it does all is like oh sweet solid but when the grandpa comes in and is just like well I'm just been a jerk for like five chapters because I was short and couldn't protect your grandma it's just like no, no. like something about that connective tissue I was just like nope I don't buy this. Like, this is just weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it, where it's placed in the story, like, even if it had to be a part of this, like, put it at the very beginning. Like, we'll skip over that. That's fine. But, like, why here? I think it's, like, the reason it doesn't land is because it feels like he is such a product of a generation. And then for him to be like, well, I was shorter than your grandma, it's like, that doesn't fit the entire image that we've been led up to believe where it's like you 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 wouldn't have broken that kind of stereotype when you're like this smarmy of, of a guy you know like it doesn't it doesn't fit and that's probably the same reason that the comedy with Chaharu and Suzuki doesn't work because like they're shown to be so serious and studious and then it's just like this is a they they fight and the he has to get into a yeah like judo fight with a, a guy and, and Chihiro uh, throws a chair and I was like what yeah and it's table. like what what is what is happening what is you this know going like, on? it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't go <laughs> no no I I love what you said about the connective tissue about Nobu's grandparent and how the grandma kind of comes in as this passive force that is separating this couple, right? And like, yeah. this grandpa is like an active force. And I, I think mm. we're at that point in the series, we don't need active forces anymore. Like, 
Mm. We had, you know, his ex come in, try to take her, like take him back. And that went on for like three different occasions. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we had Haruka come in and try to take Risa. And then there was Mighty. And I was like, okay, that's enough of like active forces trying to separate this couple. It was totally fine that Kahori would Kahori would be the last active force trying to separate them. And now we can get into like more passive forces, like just like the college entrance exams and like Risa deciding what mm-hmm. she's going to do and her not knowing like the people he's going to be with, right? And the daily life. Mm-hmm. And I think like that is a great evolution of a shoujo manga, right? Is like it goes in from active forces, like people stepping in to like, no, life just is going to try and separate you two. Like that's just naturally going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I was like, that's just also just like adulthood is like once you get out of the severe control of school, like you have more control over who you want to be, but there's always going to be these like additional smaller forces that always want to hit you off track, right? Like Right, and try to separate you. And I think yeah. that that's where you know, you can grow, really. You either grow together or you grow apart. At least that's my belief in a relationship. And couples who grow together, like Nobu, um, Nobu's relationship, where they make a mutual decision. He's like, well, I don't want her to go. And she's like, well, I don't want to go. But then they have to be the mature decision of like, your grandma needs help. Like, let's, let's face yeah. it. And you can go to school there. I'll stay here. We'll visit each other. It can work. So grandpa coming in is just offbeat, out of place, don't need it. No one asked for this. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Pass. Don't like it. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah. I feel like the next beat, when I wrote down at least, I was like, I don't feel like I needed this. And there's certainly some weirdness to it. But but the central conflict of it is kind of something that I liked, so I'll give it maybe a pass. So it's that Mighty, they were all like, we should go on one last big trip before we graduate. Like, totally cool, get it. Did that with my friends. Not to anywhere. Like, they go to a tropical island, so that's way cooler than what I did. But, like, whatever, you know? (laughs) So, like, um, they're like, we're going to a tropical island to go see Mighty get married to Jody. So they all go, and then they're all put into rooms couple as, as the couple so like otani and risa are in one room suzuki and chiharu in another it's like that and so of course otani and risa having kissed like four times total in this manga are like oh my god what are we gonna do it's mostly risa actually she's like no i can't i can't share a bed with him and i'm like girl really like you don't have to do anything just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how Nobu is just like, this isn't a school trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, Nobu, dang. What's your problem? <laughs> I was like, you know, they've had sleepovers and like everything. Like, you know, they, they've definitely had sex at this point is my, my oh, thing. Yeah. Nobu and Nako, definitely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of the reasons why Otani can't stay over at. At their, their. Um, when he's sick their, yeah their hotel room oh oh that too they also don't let him stay in their like he first goes to them when risa like kicks him out or whatever and i think they tell him no and then you know suckers suzuki and chaharu let him go oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> or they're like yeah no we know what's happening nobu's leaving like we're gonna spend as much time together like yeah get out of here <laughs> 
You're like, be a man, Ochani. I think that's what they say to him. Just go be a man. And then he goes to Suzuki's room. And I was like, okay, this is weird now. But no, no, I, I definitely, I, I feel the same way. It was weird tonally where it fit in the story. I definitely liked it. Uh, weird take on Americans, though. Like, <laughs> I didn't know whether or not to be offended. <laughs> weird take on Americans. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say... Well, I mean, it's weird, but, like, I think the excuse is more that, like, Mighty is weird, so his friend Jack is just, like, by extension very weird and less to do with him being American or anything. Oh, yeah. I I could definitely see that. Well, it's I mean, it was kind of weird that, like, he spoke English for the first part and then all of a sudden He's speaks just messing with him. <laughs> It's like, okay, Jack, you're weird. Uh, But the other part that was kind of weird, too, and this kind of gets into a race element, too, around, you know, Japanese culture and manga and, like, how different races show up, like, usually. Uh, I think we also see that with um, Otani in the basketball tournament in the first half of the series, too, right? They're tall. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the thing is, like, they're supposed to be American as well. But anyway, the point I'm getting to is um, after Risa runs off, right, because she's so embarrassed that, oh, my God, we have to share our bed. Uh, she runs off and then, like, this American guy comes up to her who um, appears as black and he, like, puts his arm around her and she's, like, saying no and they're kind of, like, walking off. And then Jack comes in and is basically, like, talking to them in English and then he tells Risa that it's, like, a form of flirting. Like, that's how... Yeah they flirt and i was just like um this sits weird i don't know (laughs) it was less aggressive than kahori just full-on kissing her while she was asleep that's true that is very true (laughs) (laughs) but this is also strangers right that was like a workplace sexual harassment (laughs) this is like hey you're about to be kidnapped which one's worse (laughs) workplace sexual harassment or harassment by strangers not good either way (laughs) you're like not gonna play the what's worse (laughs) i feel like you could do that with any series really be like what's worse (laughs) just like but no we're not gonna get into it yeah yeah that's i mean it was weird to me too that it's like why are they all going to their teacher's wedding? Like, it's just weird. <laughs> that that was weird. I mean, Haruka could definitely go because that's his cousin. He's, yeah, but they're like, related. He that's sick. different. <laughs> so I don't yeah, understand. But-, but I don't know. It's a way to shoehorn in. Uh, I think the well of ideas was just drying up here at the end of the series. <laughs> yes. They were like, you got to keep it going. It's so popular. And she's like, what is left to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really did like this conversation that they were trying to have of like, because this is the right where Nobu was talking about, right? In the first half of the series of like kiss and stuff. And this is where we get to the and yeah. stuff part. And they barely do the kissing. Barely, still. if anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, but like it, it gets into that conversation of like, so why not just be friends with Otani? Like, why take it to that next level? Like, where is this other part of the attraction happening? And it's just, it kind of falls weirdly, not necessarily flat, but definitely falls weirdly when um, this part of the story comes up, right? Because they're having dated like a couple of months at this point 
And, you know, when you decide to have sexual relations with your partner is your choice, people. But definitely if we're progressing the story, like how is that conversation happening? And they, but they didn't have a conversation. Yeah, That's what's weird. Yeah. <laughs> they really didn't. It wasn't like a, oh, like this is fine. Or it's not fine. Or like, let's, you know, where's your comfort level at? Yeah. They just like totally avoided it. Like Otani was pretending to sleep when she finally came back the second night to go to bed. And so like they sleep in the bed together, which is obviously supposed to be like symbolizing that they're like somewhat over it, you know, mm. but it's just like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not a conversation. Nothing was resolved here. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. And I think like that could have been a good moment for them of like either the morning after or just having that space of like, that was awkward. <laughs> Because even when, so that's the other part of this too, right? There's a side story in the chapter where Jody goes missing, she runs away and they have to go find her. And, you know, Otani and Risa are riding around. They're trying not to be alone with each other because it's awkward. And Jack comes in and he's like, oh, this is so awkward. And so it's interesting that, you know, the matter gets resolved, Jody's found. And Otani's whole thing was like, do you still like me? Yeah, like if you don't want to sleep in my bed, do you do you like me? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I still like you. Do you do you still like me? And it was just this moment of like insecurity that I found really beautiful. Because in the last episode, I talked about like insecurity leading to jealousy, and that's not attractive. And please don't mistake jealousy as you know a compliment. But here it's this insecurity of like. You're avoiding me. You know, I know it's awkward, but I'd rather face this situation with you. I feel very alone right now. Do you still like me? And I still like you. And then she was like, yeah, I, I still do. And he was, she was like, oh, that's why he was being so awkward. He didn't think I liked touching him or like being around him. And I was like, that is a genuine concern. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the way that he phrased the question still d- is not the question that he needed to ask at that moment, right? Right. Like, it's a valid question, but it's like, you needed to push it to be blatantly about like, what are your physical boundaries? Do you not want to make out? Like, <laughs> you know, like, you need to ask. Yeah, and I think that's the other part too, of like, do you want to touch my body? Like, I'm, I'm happy for you too. I just want to know if you do or if this finds... And I think that's the way of moving the complex forward, right? Because now it's not a matter of height. It's a matter of like, what level of comfort are we at? And I think like, that could have progressed into something more again, had a conversation happened. And it's just so weird for it to stop here. Like the first part of the series was all about these conversations, right? Especially between these characters. And... Mm -hmm. Now it's just like, oh, we're going back to that level of like, do you like me? And I was like, are we tired of asking that question? Like, No, for sure. And like, honestly, I was going to say this for shipping corner, but like in the end, I was kind of like, I don't like because of how that was handled and everything else. I was like, I'm not sure I really feel like Otani and Risa should be a romantic couple. (gasps) Like, How dare you? I, I know. Please kick me off my own podcast. <laughs> rude. Just so rude. How dare you I, come in my house? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't come anywhere. I'm in my own house. Yeah, me too. 
Okay, hot yeah. take, hot take. I want to hot take. I, I just like I'm like listen. There are so many there's so much spectrum all around here. Like yeah. it could have they like they didn't have to have I'm not saying I wanted them to have sex or anything. I'm just like they could have made out for a hot second at least. They could have kissed like four times in a row. That would <laughs> it could have been cool. Um it could have led to a conversation. I'm like Otani could have more sexual desires than Risa. Like all of those things are fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they didn't want to talk about it and they don't seem to really think about like we never get thoughts where Risa's like, oh, Otani, like she's like, he's cute sometimes, but she's never like, oh, he looks so hot. Like she never blushes having like secret dreams about him that much, you know, like in that way. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, without those things, I'm just like, y'all's is good friends though. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I agree. I want a second thought. Like I don't need to see these characters insinuate like, you know, they've had sex or have had whatever intimate relationships. Again, privacy of these fictional characters is their own. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like for readers of this age group um, who might be going through similar situations, right. Of like, it's okay if we just sleep and that's fine. And I thought that that was actually really cute that they just slept and he was like pretending to sleep. And she was like looking at him. It's like, Oh my gosh, she's so cute. No, again, a lot of the things that happened there, like even when Otani slept with Suzuki and Jaharu, I was like, yeah, when I went on that big trip before graduation with my friends, it was like 12 of us plus my parents in like a three bedroom place. So there was a pullout couch, like four of us slept (laughs) on the bed. That was the pullout couch. One of them was my boyfriend. The other two were just friends. And it's like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) You know, but like, come on now. We definitely also had awkward conversations. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's part of it. You have to have the awkward conversation. You have to have it. There's no (laughs) way through it. You just gotta do it. Just gotta have those awkward conversations. But yeah, I, I, and it's also like, why even have this storyline then? You know what I mean? Because that's always part of it, right? right? Like the overnight trip, like, oh my God, what are the sleeping arrangements? What's happening? There's only one bed, you know? Always. Always. <laughs> but for some, for a series that really tries to do new things, right? And I think we've talked about that a lot in the first episode we covered of the series is like, she does some amazing things and then here in the second half i'm like what do you what happened you're just falling flat now like <laughs> it's always not as much fun when they're actually together the chase is more fun <laughs> i i definitely disagree especially when you get into the short oh. series like the shorter ones we're going to talk about later mm-hmm. there that's that's part of it too right like you I mean you of course you love the build up and everything and stuff you love the origin story but like the real well, crux. yeah. If you're gonna, if you're, if you're gonna tell a story about people who are in the relationship, especially this early, that's why you need to like show those conversations, like those mm. harder conversations, mm-hmm. on the page, though, because otherwise, it's like, what was really the tension here, right? Like there wasn't <laughs> tension in the end that was any at all meaningful. So who cares? <laughs> right, right. I think that's that's a great way to put it. Like, what is the tension here? And do we care? (laughs) I don't care about grandpa. (laughs) 
it's it's like in the end we got a couple cute scenes and it's like okay i mean i like cute stuff but <laughs> right 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 uh, no no I, i'm definitely with you there like definitely cute things happening a lot of cute photo like pictures of like them trying to interact with each other but i'm good i'm like we're beyond that part like let's let's develop a little bit <laughs> But no, then she was like, nah, they gonna graduate in this, the end. Just kidding, nothing's resolved, bye. <laughs> bye! And that's yeah. literally how it ends, right? Like, it's a group photo of them all turning and saying bye. And that's how the anime ends as well. And it's just one of those things where I was like, you had a lot going, and it just, they're at the end. I don't know. <laughs> Still love the series, I mean, though. <laughs> Except that yeah, last part. Yeah, I, I mean... Sh- Shoujo manga always has to end either with graduation, a wedding, or both. Like, you do the graduation, and then you skip a couple of years, and you're like, yeah, they're married. That's how it goes. That's <laughs> true. That's true. For how much newness she was bringing, right? Like, there was a lot there, and then all of a sudden, it was like, we're ending on graduation. I feel like there's definitely a lot of behind the scenes where she was, like, out of ideas, or <laughs> editors were like, you can't do that. So she was like, well, I'm just going to make the ending end as it should and not yeah, how yeah. it's supposed to, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm relying on them shoujo manga tropes hardcore now. Right. She's like, I'm not even kidding anymore. <laughs> They're all tropes. <laughs> there are no jokes. Yeah, no yeah. jokes here at the end. No real, like, tensions either. But no, for sure. For sure. And I think, like, the mini series at the end is really where I wanted the series to go especially that chapter you know like a year later yes yeah so i was like the what i was gonna say that i didn't realize that the whole last volume was like short stories until i was in volume 16 and she was like this is the end of the main story and i was like oh really so like i definitely had like an increased disappointment at how like typically it ended (laughs) because (laughs) I was like oh I thought there was like a whole other volume but then the short stories are actually all really good and as I said before I thought like even the ones that are about like before Risa and Otani met I thought they were you know there's some contrivances for sure in how everything is connected but they felt like I was like I I buy this they they feel genuine to me (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm. absolutely and I think like in my opinion you could do at volumes one through I'm gonna say 12 and then 17 (laughs) like skip all of those other ones in the middle you're like the anime is right though (laughs) oh no I, I definitely wish they had done like a little bit more but that's fine that's okay but no volume 17 is peak like there are a lot of really great stories in that one Volume 17 is peak. Please tell us more. <laughs> well, as I was saying earlier, like it it does um, a chapter on a year later. So Otani's at school. Risa's, you know, at her trade school. Nobuchan's in Hokkaido. And, you know, everyone's living their lives. And I think like that's great because she doesn't really have those existential crises of like, we used to see each other every day and now we don't see each other anymore. And I don't think she focuses on that part because they all get together for the summer. Nobu comes back and they're going to the beach. And I was like, oh, great. Another beach episode. Those are fun. And, (laughs) you know, Otani runs into his classmates 
and they call him a silly name. <laughs> what was it? Oh, Chappy. I have a friend who has the nickname Chappy as well, so I was actually like, well. <laughs> really? That is hilarious. I've never even mm-hmm. heard that outside of like, I don't even know. <laughs> You're like outside of this manga. Probably. That was fake. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so like the the group just starts calling him Choppy, and then like Risa's like, I don't know who Choppy is. I know who Otani is, and she like you know has this meltdown of like, this is it. This is what's happening. I'm being forced out of his life, and you know she's struggling with her studies, and she's told Nobu, but she didn't tell Otani. And he finds out and then he's very upset. It was like, well, why didn't you tell me? She was like, well, you're doing your studies and this is nothing. And he's like, it's not nothing when it involves you. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> say it again, Otani. I was say it like, again. yes, please. And I was like, that's the level that I wish the story had gone to. You know what I mean? Like, continue mm-hmm. the story. That's the that's the life happening. Right. Those are the small things that intersect uh inside of relationships right of like i don't know who these people are who are they to you and there's and there is some minor jealousy she was like oh she's flirting with you and he was like no that's her boyfriend right there like (laughs) yeah and it's it's definitely a very short up like yeah no that's not happening um so it doesn't branch off into this whole like he's cheating on me which is i don't know kind of played out a little bit And so, again, that's kind of where I wanted the story to go. These life happenings intervening, you know, that force couples apart. And I think it's definitely of that time of like, you know, right person, wrong time. Or it could go Mm -hmm. into that area, which is great Mm -hmm. because it was like, well, you know, we met together in high school and I still love you. And also this other stuff is happening, which, you know, might take priority away for a little bit. And I think like that's that's pretty great because she also sees this like couple who's lovey-dovey and like he brings her flowers and roses and she's watching it. And later on in the beach scene, Otani brings Risa flowers. And he was like, I saw you, you know, admiring the couple next to us and I brought you these flowers. And I thought that was really cute and she was adorable. But I have a problem with that because he forgot Reese's birthday and then also forgot their anniversary, which, you know, is the same day. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What What are you doing, Otani? You're just making me very mad. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, when I was reading it, I was like, he's going to forget because that's how stories go. Right. But then I, I found it hard to believe because, yeah, I was like, but... That was the day they got together. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. And it could have been something like, again, life happens. Like, I didn't have anything planned because we were doing the beach thing. We'll do something tomorrow. Or like, here's a present I've been holding on to. Just something. But that, that part was a little weak. But I was like, okay, all right. It's cute enough. And then he calls her Risa for the first time, which I thought was interesting. I was like, you guys still haven't like had... Pet names yeah, for each wait, other? Yeah, when did he call her Risa? I don't even feel like I registered that, but I definitely was like, how did this manga not have them have the, like, let's call each other by a first names conversation? But he calls her Risa when they're, he brings her the flowers and she's crying and, like, they have fireworks and he keeps trying to invite her onto the beach to play, to, you know, play with the fireworks. 
And then she's crying, and then he calls her Risa. And then she's like, oh, call me by my first name. I was like, what? It's been a year, and <laughs> y'all slept in the same bed, and you still haven't said each other's first names? All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, a little misplaced, a uh, different time maybe. Which I could have seen that as like if he called her a pet name she really likes or like called her. Oh, I see cutie. why I'm confused actually. In the official Viz translation, I think in that panel they didn't put her name, they put Darling. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I think I was confused because he, she's like, I mean, I wasn't confused because she's just, at first she's like, what? Then he says, come on, I'm going. And she's like, what did you say? And he's just like, just hurry it up. Oh, I see what you're um, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they keep like going. So it makes sense, but it, I think it makes way more sense. Yeah. If he said her name. That- but I guess they had the same intention as I did. Cause they were like, well, let's say her name is enough. Like, let's call her darling. <laughs> but darling, that's also like what your parents call you or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, it was something that earlier in the chapter they had, been talking about like pet names right. or something and so yeah they were like no we call like you know Risa was like we totally call each other darling and like disgusting things and he was like what no we don't <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah okay so that's definitely a different translation for sure yeah that's why I was like how did I miss that I was waiting for it the whole time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah same premise though right like this sure. level pet names that they never use right never. a year <laughs> later like okay i guess yeah. <laughs> just calling each other you know okay by your last names the whole time i feel like real talk is like i think part of the reason i'm also like i think they're just friends though is because i don't feel like the quibbling dynamic they have is actually healthy for a romantic relationship. And if they do keep struggling so much to like do these very basic things, like Nobu and Nako are always just like darling and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, that's totally natural on them. Mm. And with my first boyfriend who I dated for a long time, like over a decade, like we also never use that stuff. And now I totally do with my husband. And I'm just like, I just feel like these are signs, you know? (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Totally fair. 100% agree. Like, you should just just think about that a little bit. (laughs) Red flag if they're still calling you by your first name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, how you guys not get there yet, you know? (laughs) I don't know. And I I feel like there would be some pushback of like, well, you know, we're just not that lovey-dovey. Or like, I, I mean, even just a nickname, like... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You're calling them their full name the whole time. I was like, oh, God, might as well throw a middle name in there, too. Well, now that we can call Otani Chappy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it, that was the other part, too, where it was like they were calling him this name that he didn't like and he told them not to, but they're still doing it. And I feel like the high school Otani would like, you know, freak out and like, get the claws out and everything. And this one, he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, they call me choppy. It's whatever. I was like, okay, some maturity happening a little bit. <laughs> You're like some exploration of his self is happening. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think at one point someone says, cause, cause, cause he's short or something like, yes, the dog's eyes and like, he's short. And I was like, and then Otani didn't freak out like he normally does. And I was like, okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. settling into himself a little bit, a little maturity going on. Yeah, but yeah, definitely was a favorite of mine. 
<laughs> the series. Yes. And then it gets into um, back in their middle school days. Uh, there's a couple of short stories from their middle school time, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, we find out that they learned about Umiboshi from the same guy who moved around a lot. So they both went to school to him at, at different points. I think the strongest part of seeing that for me was like seeing how, you know, Otani and Risa are really similar people. And then seeing how they still have really actually learned gender stereotypes and how those things came out when they interacted with Yoshi. And that's like how they had different experiences with him Mm. in the end. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's actually quite interesting and like detail. And like, there's a lot of subtle like gender cues and everything that happen in those chapters. And I was like, that's, that's interesting. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, appreciated like how this random person <laughs> shaped their lives basically which is like totally middle school right <laughs> so middle school that middle school oh man middle school what a time and i think like it really helped each character too because i know otani in basketball he was like well i'm too short i can't do this and he was like well why don't you just jump higher <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, man, jump higher, dummy. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't understand what the problem is. And I was like, oh, he's a middle school kid. Like, you don't really think in those ways yet. And so <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. And I think that really solidified Otani's interest in basketball. And that's kind of where Risa first fell for him, uh, was watching him play basketball. And I think that's where Otani got a lot of his confidence, too. It was like, you know, I may be short, but I can definitely play a ball as well as anybody else yeah and it's like well men are supposed to be good at sports and i'm good at sports so haha <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think we all have that fallback on right it it, attra- <laughs> it attract it found me a female who who likes me <laughs> too if we're counting the manager right that's true it's true yeah because we also see them in the background at one point in reese's story uh interacting with yoshi and her whole thing was like a friend liked him and then she was like, oh, I'll be friendly towards him and like, you know, connect them. Yeah. The same mistakes that she was making early in this manga. (laughs) I'm not flirting. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) This one I generally don't think was flirting. It was definitely like... Really? I feel like this one, she actually did like him in that way though, just didn't admit it. You think so? Because there's even that yeah. point where she was like, I like you. And she was like, wait, not like that. No, but I thought at a different point she was like, okay, wait, maybe I did. She, like, she's like, I think that was my first love. You're right. You know what? That's right. Yeah. She was like, that was, even though I was like playing it off as pretend. <laughs> yeah. She was like, it was so fleeting, but I'm sure that was my first love referring to uh, Yoshi. That's true. That's true. And then, like, they totally run into Yoshi at a concert. And I was like, what the hell? That's so cool. <laughs> so cool. I thought it was adorable. And then he was like, how are you, Ty? And he's like, wait, are you guys dating? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, that's so weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of their height, but because he knew them at two different points yeah, in Yeah, he's life. just like, I just know too much about the two of you separately. Like, it's, it's <laughs> you know, he's having trouble bridging those, those worlds. Yeah, and I feel like... 
I don't, I don't know what it is about Yoshi, but I really felt for him, you know, transferring schools and everything. And it's such a weird thing. So it's only in like, what, two, three chapters. And he, when Otani is like, I'll give you back the Umibozu CD. And he was like, no, keep it. We'll, we'll see each other again. And you can give it to me then. And I was like, oh my God, he made a friend. <laughs> he made a friend for him. Again, this character that came out of nowhere isn't like a part of the main series at all, but had a lot of like impact on them as a couple. Like I was like, yeah, I'm all for it. Like it's perfect. That's great. You're, you're all in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what grandpa was doing, but he did it wrong. <laughs> yeah. He did it wrong. It's true. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I love it. And then there's a short story about Risa and Otani going to their first, well, Risa's first house show, which I think is just like a concert at a small venue and Otani had just gotten broken up with and they meet each other at the concert. <laughs> I think it's just so cute. They don't really talk. Like there's a lot of attempts at talking, but it's just way too loud. And yeah, it's a really cute side story. I thought. Well, I think it worked because they actually were talking in the current timeline and they, and then they realize it was each other I think if it had been like this, they met and then they make no acknowledgement of it. Like they never realize it was each other. I would be like, that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of an aside thing, right? It was like, all time he's like, oh yeah, we both gave me a happy birthday shout out one time. And she was like, oh wait. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know. I made him do that for you. Yeah. And I was like, ah, so cute. <laughs> so cute. It's adorable. I think it's also like, you know, those internet stories where couples are like looking through family photos and they realize they were in the same place at the same time and took a picture and you can see one of them in the background. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> so cute. Okay. Loyola has very particular tropes. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in a shoujo manga series. Love it. It's done. <laughs> Slam it in there. Yeah. <laughs> love to see it. Exactly. Oh yeah. So cute. So yeah, I, I that's kind of where I wish the series had gone. It didn't have to end at graduation. It could definitely have ended, I don't know, at some point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of the problem with manga in general is that because it is serialized, you know, weekly, monthly, whatever the heck, like, you know, she didn't expect it to be as popular. So she, she got through really quickly the first two years of their high of their three years in high school really fast actually that's true so the third one takes up most of the time and it's just like okay i mean if graduation was always the goal like fine but maybe we could have had yeah like first year could have been them you know risa realizing she likes him but him being like i don't think of you that way then second year could have been like more what we got for the majority of it and then like third year they have like real like we're a couple what's gonna happen mm -hmm. conversations mm -hmm. that like don't fully get addressed here right or yeah they could have just kept going to college like i don't know you know there's a lot of complications with <laughs> serializing it the way that the that manga is very true yeah i i think one of the things i did appreciate about the series and i mentioned this on the first episode too is like how long Risa likes him because she likes him for a good two years <laughs> and is rejected yeah. like three or four times in different ways. And so it's definitely like a level of perseverance. <laughs> like she hardcore likes him. Like she knows. Right, right. She knows one and only she's in, she's locked in. 
um, which is something I definitely appreciate and found cute. But again, I think that was like, you're right. It was mostly due to serialization. Yeah. But well, so I think we've got we've gone through all the major stories. So we did get one Twitter question that I'm I think we can discuss briefly here at least. So we got a Twitter question from BCL and it was, do you think there's less of a stigma about dating tall girls or short boys than before? And I'm going to go with no. (laughs) My short answer is no. (laughs) What do you think, Loyola? I'm trying to think about, I don't know. It's kind of tough to say because in my community, we're all the same height. (laughs) We're all kind of short. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, usually you come out to about the same height. So it's kind of interesting. I have heard friends say they wouldn't date someone who was shorter or the same height as them. And also guy friends who would say like, you know, a girl taller than them is a little different than what they're used to. Um, So, yeah, I think with Ashley, no, I hope that we're getting past that and we're just seeing people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I, I would hope there's not as much of a stigma, but I think there's also that. I don't see height. I see if you can cook because I hate cooking. That's where my stigma is. Uh, No, no. Um, I think there's definitely that idea of looking good as a couple. That's still prevalent. I've had a few friends get married recently. And that's always the thing with the photos, right? I'm like, oh, they look like a good couple. But never really saying they look good because, you know, the height differences are where they quote unquote should be. So yeah, I definitely don't think so, but I would hope so. Yeah, I say no coming from... So my, my mom is actually slightly taller than my dad, like a couple inches taller than my dad. But they have other... like My dad is so clearly like a very masculine man. So he's not like perturbed by women being taller than him right like he's like my muscles is bulging like (laughs) uh i'm fine (laughs) you know like um whereas with my husband who is transgender like when we were both using okay cupid he was specifically like no i need to date a girl who's shorter than me to like affirm his gender right and i am shorter than him so i was like yeah that's me (laughs) (laughs) it's it's me um and he's not that tall and so like yeah i i think we look good as a couple because again like we're similar ish in height but he's slightly taller Mm. and i think it's really just about like maybe you shouldn't have a wild height difference but like slightly off is always like cute You know, it's funny you say that, the slightly off part, because I noticed that in the later part of the series, their height differences were starting to shrink a little bit more. I was like, huh, huh, not so into your premise to start with, huh? (laughs) You're like, this lovely complex isn't really complexing anymore. eh? Right, way to go, Nakahara, what you you doing? (laughs) No, for sure, for sure. And I mean... I think it's just always going to feel that way when it's like there's an article I found from like 2020 about how lots of people still have these gendered preferences like they in there they'll put them like in their dating profiles and everything and how as a culture we're still kind of obsessed with it and it says that men in America at least are on average five and a half inches taller 
than women. So like, I don't know. <laughs> Until that gap is is like bridge more. I feel like it's always going to be this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that too. I mean, just on a personal note, since you shared your personal side, Ashley, I mean, I don't mind dating guys shorter uh, for yeah. sure. Or my height definitely appreciated, but there's definitely a type, right? Cause there is that masculine aspect, right. Of like, you're shorter, so you're treated a different way, so you overcompensate in a lot you of ways. You definitely have to overcompensate for, in some other way. Or, like, if not overcompensate, at least compensate. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Compensate first or overcompensate. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely that level of a give and Otani's take. buying into that, like, in this story. Like, he's like, I will be good at basketball, despite people thinking I should not be good at basketball. <laughs> I don't know, though. I kind of agree with Otani because, like, <laughs> at least where I'm from, the shorter players are, like, the best. And that's <laughs> mostly because the tall players will foul them. And so they get mm. a lot of, like, free throws. And it's very strategic. But I don't know. I- Man, I hate basketball for this reason. <laughs> it's one of the reasons I hate basketball. I'm just like, y'all just try to make the other team commit fouls and stuff. Go on. <laughs> it's strategy. Come on. It's not all about just no. putting the ball in the hoop. But also, you know, there's that level of like speed. I think there's definitely. And there's like a, if you're taller, you're ganglier and you're like a little bit more awkward because, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've definitely had to guard a few short people, shorter people than me in basketball. And it was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just bad at basketball. Oh, I, I am. For sure. For sure. <laughs> My jump shot is terrible, given that I cannot jump. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we should go actually to Shipping Corner. We should lay down how much we love these couples or not very clearly in Shipping Corner. Okay. So first up, we actually didn't talk about Abe too much, but it's Abe and Kahori. Right. Abe is um, a co-worker of Kahori and... Risa's and she has a crush on Kahori and has difficult telling him. Yeah, and she performs a weird like rock concert at their school festival or something and just asks him out in front of everybody and of course he has to say yes. How <laughs> Yeah, that part got to me cuz I was like you should not public displays of like asking people things is terrible in my opinion. Uh, oh yeah don't do it yeah. don't do it <laughs> don't propose to people on jumbotrons please it's icky um so yeah <laughs> shipping them abe her bangs were weird i don't know <laughs> that's not <laughs> you're like her bangs were weird can't date zero out of ten <laughs> <laughs> i just couldn't get past it um I, I think it was also the same premise that i think nobuchan took for Otani and Koizumi was like, oh, you guys just like Umibozu. And I think that's kind of what Ebe was talking about with Kahori. Like, he likes Umibozu and he's super cute and he sparkles. And I was like, ah, it's got to be more than that, sis. I'm going to put a maybe, but it won't last long. How's that? (laughs) Okay, you're like, it's cute for a little bit, but it will run its course. Yeah, pretty quickly. Because, again, he's still in middle school, yeah? Like, at that point? Yeah, I'm like, how is he a cook, first of all? 
Child labor laws, y'all. There's a, there's definitely an age difference, and I think that's another place they could have took the lovely complex, right? Of like ha- dating an older mm. woman as a man. Like, what is that? Usually, the woman has to be younger. Like, can we talk about that too? Anyway, but yeah, no. Um, only one complex. One complex at a time. Because <laughs> people are only one thing at a time. Yes, people are only one thing at a time, Loyola. Come on now. <laughs> Otani is either short or he is boy. <laughs> Not both. <laughs> okay, what about you? I mean, Kohori, I feel like, really gets the short stick here. Like, you know, he kisses, the manager kisses him. Also, when when she's drunk at a Christmas party, also workplace harassment. Um, Seiko, at one point, decides that she really likes him. But, of course, Seiko is also the master of sexual harassment. <laughs> so that doesn't last long. And so I, I just feel like this was a way to be like, Kohori has been the joke date of many people. So he, he needs his own girl. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay. I, I don't feel like he did, though. like Because, yeah, he's in middle school. Like, he's going to be fine. <laughs> but but <laughs> he sparkles. Thank you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, mm, this girl seems okay, but no strong feelings here. Poor Kahori. Yeah. That's my strongest feeling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She's definitely very dark and everyone's like, I thought she hated me. <laughs> yeah. Very clashing with Kahori's open personality. Yeah. Which could be a cute opposites attract, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, then we have Jody and Mighty. Sure, why not? Like, <laughs> sure, why not? That's a, moving on. Okay, why not? Are Seiko and Haruka a couple in your mind? No, 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 hard no. They're just friends. Yeah, I think there's even one point where Seiko is like setting up to confess, and it's at like New Year's, I think, and they're at a shrine. They're going to go together, and uh, Seiko's like, "Is it always Risa with you?" And Haruka looks at. Seiko and then she was like I wanted to tell you I invited you oh, just yes. because we needed even numbers <laughs> that that part was very funny but I also by the end I was like no way they're, they're definitely a couple really <laughs> mm. he has like seven other girlfriends I don't think Seiko would like fit and mesh well with but like them. I think that they're a couple and they deny it you know like okay I can see that do you think that's why Seiko, like, confessed to Kohori? It was like, I'm trying to, like, get away from my coupledom with Haruka. My coupledom with Haruka. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like the other thing that makes me be like, oh, they're getting closer and closer to being a couple of that. In that mighty ch- wedding little arc, like, Haruka is definitely still disrespectful of being like, okay, Seiko has fake boobs, but can't hide what's under here and like is flipping up her skirt the skirt of her her swimsuit and everything Mm -hmm. and she's like stop but i'm just like well he uses proper pronouns and the proper like he's clearly warming up to the idea (laughs) (laughs) that seiko is in fact a woman right 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 this is at the beach scene yeah for sure um yeah you know what that could be true because he could be like he keeps bringing it up and i'm like does the man protests too much. <laughs> like, yes. Is this like the you know? constant? Mm-hmm. I have to remind myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely think they're 
they're destined to to be a couple whether they are right now or not they're like they're destined <laughs> for it <laughs> okay what about his like seven other girlfriends though because that's a lot no, no, no they don't they don't matter to him like he doesn't care about them i don't think that's true like you don't think that's true? No, I think there's definitely, like, some cause for care. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I didn't say. The only reason, the only thing that makes me hesitate is that they had that chapter yeah. with the, like, yeah, with his girlfriends, I guess, where they're basically a fan club. And they're, like, it's the opposite of what normally happens in a shoujo manga where the girls form a fan club about a very popular boy and then they like they're like but none of us can date him and he he belongs to everyone right they're like right if, if somebody dates him that's terrible and we must break them up like they do the exact opposite they're like haruka only loves risa we must get them together it's ridiculous that risa does not see how wonderful haruka <laughs> is and so by the end of the chapter he's like touched by how you know how much effort they put they in have been. Yeah. yeah yeah like and so, like, maybe, but I still feel like Seiko is his OTP, like his, his one his one true love here. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to throw this at you then. What about Haruka and Mimi? No, Mimi deserves <laughs> better. I know, I laughed because there's that one scene with the two of them where he, like, says hi to her and she's like, gross. <laughs> 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 yeah, for sure. Mimi would not stand like seven other girls. <laughs> not the yeah, type. No, Ugh, how dare you suggest this to me? Okay. <laughs> Shiharu and Suzuki, you like them in the end? They get a little bit short shrift here. They got short changed a lot. I- I'm with Jody and Mighty on this one. Like, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Same answer. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of that couple that was just like, weren't you all always a couple? <laughs> Are you guys yeah, aren't like, married why yet? Why haven't you got to do nothing? <laughs> they just naturally, I don't know, pair off. And they're just like, oh, yeah, they've always, yeah. There's no drama with them. They just kind of s- stay in their own bubble. <laughs> okay. Do you want Nobu and Nako to, to live happily ever after with him making sweets in his family's sweet shop? <sighs> I I want to say yes, but I Ooh, feel like... hesitancy? I know. I feel like Nobu will get tired of him. Like, she will realize she can do better. Maybe not necessarily better, but, like, he's too dependent on her. You know what I mean? Like, Uh. he makes, like, she'll end up running the shop, right? Because she wants to be a nutritionist. (laughs) Uh. And then she's going to get dragged into, like, okay, now I have to run the shop. And, like, I don't don't know. I feel like true love. She'll have to raise their baby and do everything. Yeah, make all the decisions. And it wears her down. And she really, really likes being cute. You know what I mean? Like, she was ready to fight mm-hmm. Seiko because, like, she was cuter than her on the first day or something. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you can't have both. You know what I mean? You can't make all the decisions for yourself, for another person, for a business, and still be cute. Like, one of those is going to have to give. Mm-hmm. I think Nako can step up. I, I believe in that boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. I, okay. In my opinion, men who have been taken care of their whole lives don't really step up later in life, like unless they want to. You know what I mean? Like, I think he'll want to. You I think, think so? Like, being being a sweet shop boy is, is great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Koizumi and, and Otani, we 
I believe we did disagree on this. I think they should just be friends. I think in a g- give Otani a whole year at that college. I want to see them make it. Like <laughs> you're like I want to see them have that awkward. Do you want to kiss me four times in a row? Conversation. No, no. I I feel like they won't based on the later half of the series, but the way it's set up in the first half, for sure, you know, I think these kids could make it. Because I I feel like when they say, like, I need you to be around me to be happy, or like, this isn't as fun if you're not with me, you know, that that's definitely not only just like this activity, but like in life in general, like I want you around to make the bad times not as bad. Yeah. But if they can't grow as a couple and are still doing slacks, slapstick comedy, I don't know. There's also like old people who bicker and it's charming. You know what I mean? Like not yeah, all but... of them, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does wear thin. I think the problem with Koizomi and Otani is that our society might not accept like, I, I think in general, you are not supposed to have that deep of a connection with any one friend as an adult. And like, that's really weird. Mm. But I think that they would. So I, th- I feel like they're just really breaking what we think of as quote unquote normal for either a romantic or a friendship relationship. Like find, finding somebody that you connect with that deeply overall is just really wa- rare, regardless of whether you're they're your friend or your romantic partner. So like, I'm like, they definitely have it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know that they want to smooch each other and have babies. That's all I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean they want to own a house together. Like, I don't... <laughs> I mean, you could make a case that, you know, Koizumi could be asexual and... She could be. Those relationships still occur, but it needs to be, like, thoroughly like talk about it yeah stated and talked about of like i can do those sexual things i'm just not one to like instigate them or like have the desire to do so but if my partner and i want to show you know support and care for sure and i think like that's the area in which they need to grow as a couple i mean i could definitely see them trying (laughs) but yeah with a lot of nobu's help I'm like, y'all need to experiment at least. That's what I'm saying. Try. Yeah, <laughs> just try something and see what happens. If you don't like it, you know, safe words. That's what they're there for. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is there anybody here that you wish was a real couple but wasn't? I don't really have anybody, but. Mm. I, I don't know. I want to see Mimi with somebody. Oh, that's true. Mimi. I'm trying to think like Mimi and Mighty. Is that weird? Me- yes. She's she's definitely has more. I, I don't know. She's a little bit more edgier than Jody for sure. I mean, the age difference is gross, but like if they let's pretend, yeah, I was let's like around the same age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like Mimi and Nako. No, oh, he she he's too soft. She she need no, him alive. Soft. Yeah, she needs. <laughs> I'm I'm like in an opposite attract way. I'm like I would kind of be like. About Kahori, like I think she would eat him alive, but he would he would try to keep up, you know. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I think he has that sweet personality. It's just like always seeing the best in people. I feel, yeah, 
And so even if she did have that slip up where, you know, she showed Otani her true side, as it were, and he was like, he's not going to like me. She would never have to worry about that with Kohori because he's just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Space, space cadet over here, Kohori. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like he would take her to Umibozu concerts and she would be like, I don't like this, but he likes it. So I'm going to go along. Otani likes it, so I'm going to go along. <laughs> In my mind, he, she's gotten over Otani. <laughs> In your mind. In my yeah. mind. she Girl can do better, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say he's a bad person. I just think that Mimi... Yeah, that, that couple was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's a model in middle school. Like, she's really tall. Although, I do have to restate, like, I love how much Koizumi and Mimi, like, are friends. But, like, Mimi hates her. <laughs> so, like, Koizumi mm-hmm. will, like, you know, we were in kendo together. Or, like, we trained so hard for this. And Mimi's like, yeah, we did. She's like, hey, stop establishing backstory with me. <laughs> <laughs> They were very funny together. They were. And like <laughs> when Mimi was like trying to intimidate Koizumi and then they both forgot their wallets. <laughs> and Otani had to come and like bail them out and pay for their bill. Otani coming with them dollar dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was such a see that that classic scene. I was like, where is that in the later half of the series? It's not there. It's not what happened. I'm so bummed. Heartbreak. Sorry, going back to shipping corner. Uh, what about you? Any any couples? You just said that you didn't see anybody. I'm trying to yeah, think of no. the other characters. There was their manager, the older woman who kissed Kohori. Do you ship her with anybody, or is she no. by herself? <laughs> she by herself. Be her and Mighty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> her and Mighty. Yes, you're right. You solved it. You're right. Done and done. Done. We fixed love comp. <laughs> that was the part that was missing. Yep. Yep. Although I do like Koizumi's brother. I forget his oh, name. Oh, that's true. I also forget his name. But he is pretty handsome. He is. And I was like. Why don't we put him with Mimi? Takato? Oh, Takato. Takato? Yeah. I feel like he had a lot. Because he was like very. He had a lot of worship for Otani. Yeah, let's see. Let's do him and Mimi. I think that would be cute. I think they they would look good together. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like he has like Reese's points, so like maybe they could like have that friendship or at least some type of connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think feel like they cute. would just look really hot together. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. We solved it. We solved it. Boom! Look at us. Fixing love com like nobody's Fixing business. Fixing love com, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. Well, yes. I think we have uh, we we've done all of love com. Then the only other thing that I jokingly wanted to say was is Nakahara really into Escaflone because Otani's girlfriend and his possible girlfriend, his his ex girlfriend was named Mayu Kanzaki, and the con artist was named Hitomi Otani. And the main character of the Vision of Escaflone, which is my favorite anime, is named Hitomi Kanzaki. So I'm like, that's in my head canon. That's a reference. <laughs> that's I did not catch that, but <laughs> I mean, how common are I'm those names? Deep cuts. Really? <laughs> I'm going for the deep cuts here. <laughs> 
I'm surprised it didn't come up in like her side scribbles. Well, she never talks about anything serious in no. her side scribbles. She's like, I don't know what to write in my side scribbles, scribbles. Right. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that is canon for sure. She it's has canon, to be yeah. a fan. It's, Thank you. It's a good series for sure. Good catch. <laughs> one last thing sorry uh so this the final segment of like how much does your heart go doki doki uh, i yes. want to give a quick shout out uh, <laughs> so many oh my god this show has so many the series sorry the last one i want to give a shout out to is the anime uh episode 24 titled together forever and it does a really amazing segment from Otani getting kicked out of his house the night before his entrance exams, all mm-hmm. the way up to her mad dashing on the bicycle <laughs> to get him to the exam place on time. And, you know, he's walking in and she just screams out, you can do it, Otani! And he's like, and everyone, like, it, it's beautiful. I love that scene in the anime. So I definitely want to say shout out to that part definitely watch that segment 10 times <laughs> 10 times first time i saw it like i was like you know putting this scroll back or rewinding i don't know how old you guys are but i'm gonna say rewinding <laughs> even though it's not vhs scroll back. Wow. yeah i don't know what it's called like skip back rewinding i don't know anyway Love it. If you liked that part in the manga, like definitely go watch the anime version of it. It is hilarious. It's cute. My heart was like stratosphere. It was so freaking cute. Your heart <laughs> burst from all the doki dokis. It was because he's so awkward with her parents. <laughs> and her brother plays a bigger role in that part too. I mean, not like anything major, but it's still really cute. Okay, plug plug for the anime on my manga podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shoujo and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to leave that in there. Concerns. <laughs> need to tell us how much you love this very silly series? Email shoujoandtell at gmail.com or leave a comment on the episode's YouTube page. We're at Shoujo and Tell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Loyola, I genuinely don't remember. Where can people find you? Where are you, where are you directing them to you and your work on the internet? Um, yeah, check me out on Twitter at Loyola Rankin. That's definitely my most public presence. Everything else is like personal, so don't even bother trying to find me. Although it's super easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Loyola like, doesn't want you to find her though. So yeah, very unique it. name. You cannot not find me. <laughs> Well, are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will help the show reach more hearts, or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. I honestly don't know what we'll be back to talk about for next time. All I know is that we'll be back. Even if every aneurysm in my body explodes, we will be back. So until next time, where hopefully the worst doesn't come too fast, bye! Remember, never stop flaunting your inner boobies. (laughs) 